0: Eternal Dirtles is a podcast brought to you by Hipsters of the Coast and Cast Haven.
1: To Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host Zach Clark, and with me, as always, is Nathan Golia. How's it going, Nate? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, doing good. Uh, it's been a it's been a, a relatively slow week, uh, but that's only because for us we are recording late, so we didn't get a chance to report on the Modern Masters spoils completely because we only had drop two. So we should probably yeah, definitely talk about Modern Masters
0: yeah i mean uh i i don't remember what i said about it i'm trying to remember if i went real deep on i don't think there'll be a lot of value <laughs> because i would have been very wrong yeah they might have been thinking that's a lot that of value here yeah um i guess that i mean it, there are some some cards i think we talked about probably didn't, weren't gonna get reprinted that didn't i think dark Confidant. i think I, I said i don't think that's gonna get i think that's gonna go to the Liliana, which seemed to happen yeah um so you get a little relief on your bobs i don't and bendillion click i don't think got another reprint i think i mentioned that specifically i just didn't realize how many cards in modern were so expensive
1: yeah yeah i mean it's funny so i mean first off if you were uh one of those people who was like man i'd like to play uh miracles like entry and terminus got reprinted you'll find those as like bulk rares in this set pretty much yep um, which is kind of nice. Snapcaster, we knew about that. Liliana, of course. Um, Grizzle Brand, sure. Um, Craterhoof Behemoth uh, is a card that I got beat with pretty savagely uh, two weekends ago. <laughs> and
0: it was pretty expensive. It was up in like $30 range. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's got to be coming down. Um,
0: Almost to the whole elf deck except for um, Guy's Cradle has been reprinted.
1: Yeah. Much to my chagrin, Blood Moon uh, has been reprinted, uh, bringing down the cost of your Blood Moons.
0: Yeah, actually, my friend, uh, one of my friends bought a a pack of the Dark, like, randomly. Uh,
1: oh, he yeah. doesn't
0: play Magic, like, anymore, but he was, like, he had some extra money and wanted to, like, feel nostalgic. So he bought it, and he opened it. He's like, oh, man, I opened a Blood Moon. It's the most expensive card in the set. I said, what if you're listing it for on eBay, I'll give you $10 less if you just send it to me. So I have this, like, Sick. Mint the Dark Blood Moon that I'll probably just trade for four Modern Masters Blood Moons. <laughs> yeah, that seems to <laughs> because as Because as cool as it would be, I don't think I want to try and find the other three
1: yeah um what else do we got in here uh phantasmal image for uh you know your merfolk deck vencer is in this uh set as well goblin guide um
0: goblin guide blood moon is is you know and i guess blood moon doesn't really get played in burn but no for but
1: you shouldn't you shouldn't bring blood moon in against anybody i can't think of any time when that would be a good move in burn not just like playing some other kind of you know, don't-gain-life kind of hate card or something like that. Like, if you're dropping a three-mana card in Burn that's not winning you the game, uh, you're probably yeah. doing it wrong. Um, Damnation got reprinted. We talked about that. Um, you know, Tusk if you're playing Nick Fit. Um, yeah, but
0: it's always it was a dollar.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so it really uh, came down hard. So, Cavern got reprinted. That was, that was one we didn't see coming.
0: Cavern is... I'm glad it was reprinted. That, yeah. Opens up a lot of decks for yeah, people. Yeah, cavern,
1: cavern's great. It allows you to play, you know, uh, your merfolk decks, and uh, you can play D and T with it. Um, also, it's you know sometimes it's a one or two of in miracles for your to, to name wizards. So th- yep. that's g- great. Of course, we talked about the fetch lands getting reprinted. That was huge news. That's a great uh, that's great news for people playing by the by the budget.
0: Well, it's so funny how uh, yeah, I mean, like all of a sudden those are going to come down to a point where. It, you won't have to. You, you're gonna just get that much more money that you can put into your mana base, which means you can get your duel if you yeah. want to. A duel.
1: Let's see. Uh, gold cards that got reprinted. Does anything look like it's a card that that you would play in Legacy? I don't think so. Um, it's just
0: minor role players. Things yeah. like Voice of Resurgence, which you can put in your Zenith deck if yeah. you need to. For sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Terminate, without that, that, was an expensive. Sanctuary Revelation, you know, doesn't get played. Uh, so. Sure. Rocks War Monk, but
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Coiling Oracle and some sort of green something build. Um, uh,
0: Coiling Oracle does see some play in some of those valuey Allure decks. Yeah. but you know, um, also not that expensive to begin with. So.
1: Artifacts, uh, though, Graph Digger's Cage getting reprinted is is nice because that card was starting to get expensive, so that that just kind of stops that from being a problem.
0: Yep, uh, Basilisk Collar had crept up there. I've always thought yeah. that was a cool card.
1: Yeah, Basilisk we Collar still... was was big for some sort of. Pinging reason, I assume? Uh,
0: it was in the Ban Eldrazi deck in Modern. Uh, I'm not sure why. Because I guess of
1: bringer, like... right?
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah, you're
1: just, like, killing two creatures a turn.
0: Or you're just, you know, gating five off a of Reality Smash Air. Also, really
1: that's cool. fine, too, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that had some uses, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, so overall, looks like uh, Modern Masters uh, is is close to... Um, Eternal Masters and uh, Conspiracy 2 as far as value reprints are concerned. I'm, I'm really glad that Wizards is, is uh, stepping out and actually making it look like they're doing a pretty good job of, you know, making the format uh, accessible. Uh, modern and, and Legacy, for that matter.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's great. I, I also think it was interesting to see just because there's so much value in the set um, and there's no um, Grand Prix for it which means that the distribution is going to be more sort of even It's going to be, I think I read somewhere that's like, you know, as many boxes, but it won't all be in one place. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it, you know, kind of getting out there. So it'd be interesting to see how that, how that works out. Um, things that didn't get reprinted that are legacy relevant, that could have been <laughs> mostly artifacts. Right. So like yeah. Chalice of the Void,
1: yep.
0: it was really expensive now. Um, Box Opal.
1: Engineered Explosives.
0: Engineered Explosives, definitely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um what else? Uh, Crucible didn't get reprinted. That was that was you know, I don't know any legacy decks that play Crucible uh like exclusively. Like that that's part of their plan. I guess like what lands, maybe.
0: Uh yeah, and like some of the twelve post variants. Yeah. Uh, Crucible is one of those cards though that you know when you have it in play, you're just like this card is awesome,
1: yeah,
0: oh yeah, <laughs> also much more relevant in in for vintage as well true. in fact, i was the the fact that the affinity pieces didn't really get reprinted here kind of uh is gonna hurt not hurt vintage, I mean, you know how much can you really be hurt, but like if you wanted to play like something like a that tiny Robots deck or paradoxical outcome, it's yeah. still sixty bucks for your ravagers and opals, which might yeah. mean that you're not gonna be able to proxy just your lands so. Or Power, whatever it is, so...
1: Speaking of lands, no Grove of the Burn Willows. Sorry, Jund.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm kind of glad because I bought into those late last year, but, uh, you know, it's a cool card. Opens up decks. Horizon Canopy is another one. That one's even yeah. more expensive than uh, Grove, and that is a nice role player for Knight decks. Yeah. So.
1: Um, yeah, so those are some uh, you know notable cards that didn't make it in. Um... Yeah, I, I overall though I think uh, I, I'm not upset about uh, about the card quality of this of this set. You know, like this is the kind of set that uh, I think if you open a $13 uh, pack, you're gonna get close to your value.
0: Yeah, there's a sealed PPTQ of this in a couple of weeks that I might actually play in. <laughs> so uh, just because of the potential value and just to like um, get Abby to see what we
1: open. Really looked at the at the like color pairs or whatever to see like what kind of you know decks you should be playing in a sealed pool or in draft yeah, they for that post, matter
0: it's funny they posted them on the internet so oh yeah <laughs> like i think they they made a big deal about like telling you what the uh um about the archetypes were and how they developed the set yeah so i don't have it on half hand no one
1: cares we just want value yeah
0: <laughs> Right. I don't know how to build a seal I mean seal deck's a little different. I don't know how to build it. I don't know how to draft. It yeah. completely escapes me. Oh, we didn't mention uh the one card for you that got reprinted that um we can't go without mentioning and that is gifts ungiven.
1: Gifts ungiven reprinted. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm neither happy or sad about that. I guess I guess I'm slightly happier because that means there are more foil gifts ungiven out there. And yeah. you know.
0: Original art, so you don't have to uh Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I own four I own five foil gifts given but you know I'd like to see more people play gifts um it's a it's a deck uh in modern that that I I think is very viable right now and it, to me that speaks to the health of the format whenever you can cast a four mana instant uh and, and still not lose the game uh I think that modern is relatively healthy um that's kind of all I really want to say about modern though <laughs> We yeah. are a legacy podcast after all
0: well, I mean, I've i played Gibson Legacy when when Dig Through Time was like taking off, and I only had three of them. I just played a Gibson Given instead of the fourth Dig Through Time. It was pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, what was the uh, did you get to play any Magic since we last casted?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I played uh, on Thursday last week over at Nebulous. We had a you know a classic four man again at Nebulous, uh, and uh, we decided. Uh, well, I sorry, I decided that I was going to play, uh, that Jonathan Alexander deck. uh, Uh And man, that worked out really well for me. Uh, Not having a single push or uh, abrupticated uh, target in my deck is pretty bonkers. Like Sultai really has trouble if they can't interact with you.
0: Yeah, and it's pretty popular because it's going to be 25% of the field because of our friend who always plays... Uh, bug control. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's one other person who always who's always there with me. Like we're the only two constants at the store right now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, between the two of us, it's that's how it is. So, yeah, I played. Uh, I played Tony Loman in round one. He was playing Sultai, and uh, you know, he had no idea that I was on. Uh, that that I was on a push. Uh, a decay yeah. resistant deck, and so he said both games. He he had a handful of those cards just waiting to use them. And uh, that, you know, they never came out, which is kind of an interesting thing that I thought about is like, you know, I obviously didn't tell him before the match, like, hey, all of your removal is worthless against me. But if you're playing this deck uh, and I'll go over the list and I'll leave the list in the the notes, if you're playing this deck, that's a really great point is that your opponent still fears uh, cards. They can decay like Tarmogoyf and Delver. This is a Delver deck that doesn't run Delvers. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. Um, But your opponent still fears those cards so they still keep useless cards in their deck, which is really good. Um, it, you know, they have to at least worry about that turn one Delver flip and just ride it home. So they will keep removal in their in their deck if they see you cast Goif, or sorry, if they see you cast Goose and Stifle, or like you know, brainstorm and any green land. You know, they're they're immediately yeah. going. This is a rug Delver deck. I have to worry about their Tarmogoyves, I have to worry about their Delvers, and when you put yourself off of that plan, it works really well.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely something that I would uh, consider for uh, our store, which I'll talk about in a minute, but yeah, any other matches that you got
1: to play? Yeah, so, uh, so uh, I, I went 2-0 against Tony, and then I rolled into the next round, and that was uh like a four-color deck, uh four-color like Soul Tie deck basically, and uh, the exact same thing happened. He just couldn't keep up with me. Same uh, deck, but with bolts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I basically was able to. Uh, he he was sort of like a rug, like Soul Tie deck, you know. So there were <laughs> no bolts. Uh, so there were. Sorry, there were bolts. There was no white. Um, so he just lost to uh my uh hooting mandrels. The only time that he he was he, he did beat me one game. And it was because Gurmog Angler is bigger than Hooting Mandrills. And yeah. I, I was top-decking land. He was top-decking not instance because his Delver didn't flip for like five turns. So it was a very long game one where we were both sitting there going like, Interaction, please come to me. And, yeah. uh, you know, he he was at too low a life to attack him with his Angler. And then finally he got to a point where he flipped his Delver. And, you know, that that was it for me. But, uh the other two games, I just made sure that I prioritized making sure that he didn't get an angler down, and, and there was not a whole lot he could do against me.
0: Yep, that's that's definitely true. Um, and uh, so you guys only played two rounds, or did you play three? Uh,
1: there were three rounds, but my uh, third-round opponent, a really nice dude, uh, Rich, has been showing up pretty much every week, was just 0-2, and he was over it. He was just like, yeah. I, can't t- I can't this week. So I uh, actually uh, decided that I was going to lend him miracles next week so he can play something different. And, uh, and then after next week, uh, we're going to try and move the Legacy crew to, um, what's called, to uh, Brooklyn Strategist, Brooklyn. where yeah. uh, they're offering to host uh, Legacy events on Thursdays. So I'm trying to get a crew to come out on it next Thursday, uh, 7 p.m. That's uh, Thursday, March 16th. So if you're in New York and you're listening to this, March 16th, 7 p.m., Brooklyn Strategist, show up. Uh, it's it's cheap too. We're just we're starting out, just trying to build the community there. So it's just going to be five dollars for the tournament, and I think we're just do, doing packs for the prizes for the first couple yeah. of tournaments before you know try and figure out what's going on with the store and stuff like that. See if we can uh we can sustain it there. So that'll be that'll be pretty awesome to to have a new store. Like one of the things I'll say, Nate, I'm not super uh, envious of you living in Utah. I love New York <laughs> City, but man, I'm very envious of your store.
0: Our store is great. <laughs> Paragon City Games is great, um, and you know, last night I, I didn't actually get to play last night. My wife's out of town, so I was watch. I was home with the kids while they were sleeping. Uh, there were twenty nine players for our five dollar Tuesday night weekly at Paragon City Games. I watched the stream, um, which you'll which you'll see. Perhaps, maybe even see me on, and maybe even Zach will Skype you in sometime. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, and that's funny because like, had I gone as as a regular, that would have been a, a full 30-player tournament. Like, you know, uh, they started. We're starting our uh, Paragon, I should say, is starting to collect deck lists and try and get meta game breakdowns. So they posted meta game breakdown today. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but there were 29 players. There were 22 different decks. That's awesome. No deck showed up more than twice, and uh, <laughs> the top four. I'm just going to say the top four because it made me laugh when I read it today. Um, cuz I wasn't there was enchantress um mudpost bug delver and I believe food chain hold on I just lost the webpage but yeah it was pretty uh that was pretty funny uh pretty funny top 4 so we've been getting some creative decks we've been seeing some uh people have been have finished building uh like I don't want to say real decks but like you know Real legacy decks. We're not playing against like shock lands really or as much anymore. It's that's, great. It's great. It's awesome
1: that the, not only this community is building, but you're actually getting to play. You know, people who are investing in the format too, which is kind of great to hear.
0: Yeah. Um. So unfortunately, I didn't get to play last night, so I can't say anything other than what the, what it was. Uh, I found it was posted. Oh, black red reanimator. Sorry, black red reanimator. Mud post. Bug delver. And and enchantress. So yeah,
1: awesome. Uh, I got a lot of love for Black Red Reanimator. I like that as a, as a choice for a of a, a, a tier one budget deck. You know, like that's that's a deck that like what what a Badlands cost? like sixty dollars still. Like I'm surprised the Badlands haven't gone up shot right up.
0: They did go up, but it was only to 60 bucks
1: or whatever, yeah. or like 75 maybe. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's $90, but still like $100 for a dual land, a set of duels for $400 and a deck that's like a tier 1 strategy deck. Um and 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 not for nothing, Nate, but uh they've been $80 ever since October, so it's not yeah. like they popped up because this deck was doing better, you know, like slowly rolling up, you know. Uh, this this
0: deck only has two bad lands. Yeah, that's uh he's great. got two chrome moxes and then a bunch of black spells, so he doesn't really need
1: i think you that, know? I think the barrier entry in that deck is what unmask which unmask shot up like yeah
0: Twenty Entomb and reanimate maybe? yeah, but you're talking about like a bunch of twenty dollar cards i think the i think black red reanimator is less than most modern decks yeah <laughs> uh let's see uh they've got it all on um on deck stats here so let me see if they show you the price uh deck stats doesn't do price maybe not i don't know grizzle brand's going to be cheaper chance for the annex is still cheap i mean there's so many of them
1: <laughs> yeah how much is chance for the annex going for seven bucks it's not bad
0: yeah yeah um so and then things are getting reprinted from this deck though on top of that like grizzle brand yep um uh, in Tomb was just reprinted. I guess you can
1: play Blood Moon, right? If you're playing Chrome Mox,
0: some yeah. Actually, I have seen uh people bring Blood Moon in. Yeah, um, that's I've been exciting. playing Show and Tell on the sideboard. I haven't played it in a while. Inquisition, but it,
1: if you can't afford uh Thought Seizes, you know, like
0: you thought Seize yourself a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is true. Maybe um, you don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> you could just get Cabal Therapies. They were just reprinted. They're two bucks. Yeah, like. <laughs> Uh, they might not even be two bucks. They might be like sixty cents at this point from um, Eternal Masters. Yeah, that, so I
1: mean, so much of this deck is is relatively cheap. There's there's no reason to not, you know, like if if you can afford the four hundred dollars, that's the bulk of your your in is get those duels, and you should get the duels fast, like get them now while they're still while they're still under a hundred dollars.
0: Um. So so yeah, that's what that's what's been happening here, and. Um, you know, I'm uh, looking forward to getting back. I'm going to try and play Saturday There's a win a box um, and we'll be collecting deck lists. We'll, I don't know if it'll get 30 people. The weekends don't tend to be as highly attended as the weeknights, which is kind of weird. But uh, in Utah, a lot of stuff is closed on Sundays. So because a lot of stuff's closed, people do a lot of different things on Saturdays. So magic tournaments aren't always the most well attended unless it's something big like a PPTQ. Uh, or something like that but we have really good weeknights and uh you know Friday night magic has been pretty good too so That's awesome Um so I have this I have this uh Saturday night or Saturday tournament coming up and I want to play Naya Zoo but I need you to talk me out of it
1: <laughs> we We're talking about having an intervention online here for you
0: <laughs> I you know What's your record those right was... now Uh well okay so <laughs> So we talked about I, I built that landfall berserk deck for the budget uh episode that we did. And as I was starting to like actually mess around with it, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty uh I didn't want to say strong, I didn't know for sure, but it was like very synergistic. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, I thought I lost you again. All right. Anyways, it's so synergistic that I was when I was gold fishing it, I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. So I actually bought it I bought it online. It was pretty cheap. Um, and I think I went like two and three in a league with the white-green build. Um, and then I decided to just like, all right, let's see what we got here. That's not so bad. So I added red. And I added some lightning bolts, played a GAP just for more landfall creatures. Um, And uh, this deck was playing like a full four Berserks, which I thought was pretty awesome.
1: Four Berserks? Because
0: basically... Well, it's basically infect, but without instead of having pump spells, your lands are just your pump spells. Yeah, yeah. So you just want your berserks to get damage through, and like you know, but with the with the eight landfall creatures plus knight, ten fetch lands, and renegade rallier, like you're you get you make some pretty big dudes.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So I added the red, and it was you know I I, I went through a league, and it I think I went 0 and five or one and four. And I was like, okay, I made a couple tweaks, and then I went three and two, which gets you another league entry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I then used and promptly crashed and burned to another one and four. So I think the three and two, the three and two, I, I had good games. Like I, I beat miracles. Like, <laughs> you know, some of it's just like I zenith for Gaddic Teague in game two, and you just can't beat it. Um, I think I Gaddic Teague Caracas, so you can like swords it, or it's too awkward to do that. Um, it was just like a nice draw. But anyway, I'm not going to expect big miracle all the time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I beat uh, Reanimator just because, like, he ate up a bunch of his own life. And uh, with it, like a re- he had, like, a thought seize himself, drop Grizzlebrand, Reanimate. So he was at, like, 10. And then I just, like, played a, f- played a land. And then at the end of my turn, he drew 7. I crop rotated into Caracas and just Whoa! put his Grizzlebrand into his hand with him at 3. <laughs> I untapped and, like, played a step links. <laughs> you, like, then the next turn, I played another fetch land.
1: Yeah, there you <laughs> like, go, you got him. So, yeah. I mean, that
0: was just one game. I had to win two games, but well, yeah. Uh, and then I beat, like, a pretty crazy Grixis Waste Knot deck where the first game got super out of control. I'm I've got, like, a Freaking plated GOP to and play, and he's got like 20 zombies from two Waste Knots and like oh, chaining, burning, and I'm like, why does this guy have Inquisition of Kozilek and Cephalid Coliseum in his deck? <laughs> then he goes, like, Ritual, Waste Knot, Waste Not pass. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Next turn God. was just a disaster. Because yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got like 22 creatures in my deck, and every time you discard a creature card to Waste Knot, they get a zombie. So two zombies times two burning inquiries like he has like 18 (laughs) i'm like well that didn't happen but then i've you know i managed to to keep it under control the next couple games so i felt the deck was pretty good and i've made a couple more changes i actually got to go back through my change log mother of runes has been in and out um gore clan rampager has been in and out narnam renegade has been in and out um and i got to go back to see what my 3-2 arrangement was and just see uh not that i think that's the you know Gonna be the end all, be all, but um, I'm winning a game in almost every match. You know?
1: Yeah, it's like you're, Unless, you're like, almost like, there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of frustrating, you know, that you're that you can win some games and then, uh, you know, you just kind of lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's 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 fun, but I don't think I'll play it on Saturday. I'll probably I was actually thinking about playing Miracles <laughs> uh, if I do this thing, just because I feel like uh, after being after just having this happen to me online about. You know three hours ago yeah. just feel like monk tokens
1: <laughs> Yeah, just just put the monk tokens out attack with them it, Yeah, you know. it I, i'll say this nate uh g- good or bad on on the like whether or not you should play this deck or not you put your money where your mouth is um i didn't play any of the the budget decks that I, that i offered up uh in the last couple of weeks you went out and built your budget decks
0: that's yeah. I mean, it helps that Magic Online is uh, much cheaper. I mean, yeah. uh, and I, and I wanted, and I, I had gotten out of some other decks that I had been testing online. I've been testing like, you know, just because like restrictions breed creativity. You know, with Magic Online, I've been testing some uh, experiments that I that don't have like really expensive cards because I want to try other cards and see if they're good. If that makes sense. Yeah, so like, definitely. like it's it's hard like I never build a deck, I shouldn't say that, but like I never build a black deck without Liliana the Veil. Vale, you know? Yeah. But I'm not gonna buy five hundred dollars worth of digital Liliana. So yeah. uh,
1: especially with Magic Digital you know, Next been, I built
0: a black deck soon. that didn't have Liliana in it. It was fun and I was I you know was getting a couple of free league entries out of it.
1: Yeah, especially not with uh, Magic Digital Next like kind of on the horizon and, and the uncertainty of like what's going on with MTGO.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a real thing, like, uh, a little bit of anxiety around Magic Online because of that, but, you know, on the other hand, it's been fun to get some practice in and try some different kinds of decks.
1: Yeah, and and with what you were saying before about, like, uh, you know, uh, limitations breeding creativity, I'll tell you, I was one of the best brewers as a kid playing the game when I had a limited amount of funds finding the, like, next best card to what the card I should have in my deck is was like a huge thing for me. I always like had to be like, well, I don't have Urnum Gins, I guess I'll play, you know, Dirkwood Boars instead. That kind of stuff. Like, you know, you just have to figure out what the next best card is a lot of times and, and go from there.
0: Yeah, and it's it's funny, uh I had to pick, you know, something I miss about like playing Magic as a kid that I don't get now. It's definitely that. Like, now it's just like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to buy yeah. this card.
1: Well, the anxiety <laughs> you know? of, like, you know, now it's just, like, you don't deal with the anxiety of not having cards. It's the anxiety of, like, oh, that's going to really hurt me for the next couple of weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, when Modern Masters was uh, – when the spoiler was finished and I was frantically trying to find ensnaring bridges on eBay. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I bought Voice of Resurgence's uh, the day before they were spoiled just because I was like, you know what, even if they get spoiled – Screw it! Like I just need to have them. I need them for my my modern deck, and I can't stomach like paying forty dollars for these things if if they don't get reprinted. I'm just gonna do it, and of course it gets spoiled the next day. I mean, they went down to like thirteen bucks. They'll be back up to to twenty, which is what I paid for them basically. So I'm. Is not... it a mythic? Uh, yeah, it's a mythic.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna.
1: They'll they'll pop back up in price. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't really care about the price of what the cards I buy are, uh, until. I have to buy them, right? The cards that I own, I don't really care about their price until I'm just trying to get rid of them for other Magic cards. Because it's pretty much for me, Magic's a sunk cost. I'm not like trying to, you know, regurgitate money somehow off of like, you know, specking what what I'm buying.
0: Right, um, I, I definitely agree. I mean, that's a, that's a one thing that we definitely have have a, a sort of editorial position on this podcast, which is like, if you want to play this game because it's fun. You know, you wouldn't expect to get your money back from like a snowboard. So, yeah, <laughs> or maybe you would. I don't know. Cert- but certainly not. If I, I see snowboards snowboard. for two dollars at garage sales. So, wow,
1: <laughs> man, I bought a snowboard in 2005, no, maybe 2003, and I got it, it stolen the very first time I went out. Shout out to Snow Mountain or Blue Mountain or whatever in, in uh, the whatever the hell that is, the uh, Poconos. Yeah. <laughs> Ski Ski Mountain. It was called Ski Mountain. That place was Good like name. you knew that you were getting your snowboard stolen there, apparently. I, I made a giant mistake. Um <laughs> that said, yeah, so you know, magic magic I, I feel is, is a sunk cost like snowboards were in the early two thousands.
0: Yeah, my my value of my collection was to go down a lot for me to be like actually mad about it. Yeah. And I don't think it's I, I just don't think it's possible with some of the cards. I mean Um the duels definitely not. The fetches maybe, but like I've bought fetches at weird times and yeah. traded for stuff at different uh, spikes and valleys. So who knows how much I'm actually in on it? Yeah,
1: that. that's the thing. Is like I, I I feel like I've done a pretty good job of spending my money at the right times. And the times that I get burned are sl- are are a little bit less than the times that I've 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 jumped ahead of the curve.
0: Yeah, I actually, uh, yeah, because I, I remember I bought Scalding Tarns. They were, like, on sale uh, from Star City, like, for nine ninety five or something. Oof. Wow. This was, like, right, this is right for car Rotate. I mean I, I mean, I don't even know if uh, Modern had been, like, announced yet or had sort of been pushed into the forefront.
1: Yeah, that's And like this it was just on sale.
0: <laughs> so, like, I bought them then, and I've been riding them ever since. At some point when they were, like, on the way up, um, I traded for them for a few more, and then I got rid of those, and you know I got something. On the other hand, I bought Dark Confidants and Wastelands for like oh, yeah. seventy-five dollars each. Yeah,
1: so yep, great, yep. you know, six of one half dozen the other. Yeah, so. yeah. You can't, you can't ever. Uh, anybody who tells you that they always win in these things is is either just a liar or is very lucky. Um, you, you're gonna take some crashes every now and again, as far as the MTG finance thing is concerned. But uh, yeah, that's that's a, probably a podcast for another day. You think?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we had a big podcast day. Anyway, I'm not playing Naya this weekend. I'll find something else to play, yeah. or maybe I'll maybe I'll surprise everyone and do it.
1: Um, last point. Um, last point to make is that GP New Jersey is this weekend, so I'll be out on Saturday playing uh, playing in the Legacy side events.
0: That's right. I forgot about that, and uh-huh.
1: I and I was disappointed that they don't have
0: last year when there was a GP New Jersey. They had like a two hundred and eighty player tournament, right? It was like yeah, several huge, rounds. Huge. And now it's just another four rounder, is that the deal?
1: I think they're all like four or five round tournaments and you mm-hmm. just like roll your your prize into the next tournament, you get tickets or whatever. I don't know what the tickets are even worth.
0: Uh, I know that 30 tickets was worth a pack of KalaDash and a water bottle at From Star City. Oh, there
1: you go. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, maybe uh, I'll be swimming in water bottles when we get done.
0: Well, yeah, you don't have to spend a lot of water bottles yeah. though. <laughs> you can put them together. Uh, but yeah, no, I hope you have a good time. I hope there's there'll be a lot of legacy players there because it's it's in Secaucus or something. It's really close to the city. No, oh, it's
1: very close. Like this is a this is a twenty dollar cab ride from from uh, from Manhattan. So. Uh, it's, it's very easy to get to. I love I love a um, Grand Prix that, that that is that close to where I live because I can go to sleep uh, at, at home you know <laughs> right yeah um, then the other the other thing is, is that we should definitely give a shout out to uh, Vince who sent us a uh, email this week. Uh, he was over at uh, the Bearded Dragon last week and he uh, heard the podcast and he, he tossed us a a, a little uh, email about the show that was pretty awesome.
0: right. And you can email us at eternal at gmail.com. And uh, we're on uh, Twitter at Eternal Dirtles and I'm on Reddit at Eternal Dirtles Cast. So we are uh, we're getting out there.
1: Yeah. and You can always uh, you know if if you're feeling in the mood, you can uh, reach out to us on uh, on Patreon.com/slash Eternal dirtles and, uh, and help uh, help us out with the, the cast. We're starting to get up there now. We're really uh, getting excited about uh, the next uh, the next thing that we're gonna drop, which is uh, it's coming up pretty soon, I think.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to have some merch or whatever. It'd be fun. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so anything else for this week? I think that's it. All right, man. Well, good luck, everybody. Enjoy your weekend of Legacy wherever you may be. All right. Have a good day. Stop,
1: stop. I need more stuff. Can't see. I need more stuff. It's our goal. Keep it up for the Joneses. Stop, stop. I need more stuff. Can't see. I need more stuff. It's our good. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. All right. Where does he get those wonderful toys?